All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Authors Unite show. Today, we got Mel Greenberg with us. She is an award-winning producer, author, breast cancer survivor, and philanthropist, um, and a champion of the midlife journey. Her focus is on community building for women and emerging indie authors. So welcome to the show. Hi. Great to uh, chat with you again. Last time we saw each other, what, what was that, about a month ago? It was. Yep. Okay about a month ago in Santa Monica. So um, now we're in different climates, but still pretty good. Um, so first question I have for you is, how did you get started on this? How did you decide to start writing? I've always been a writer um, and I did it professionally. I studied it in college. After college, I worked in radio and television. So it was quite a bit different than a novel. So that's new. Um, and I was ready for the challenge after I became an empty nester. I guess I found myself, you know, kind of winding back to what I knew and loved. And I, I'm curious about this because actually I didn't know, I don't, unless I forgot, I didn't know this uh, when we first met what, with the breast cancer survivor. Can you talk on like, were you, were you still in a profession at that time while you were going through that? Like, how was, how was that? No. Well, I I'm, was a full-time mother. So yes, that's a profession. Yeah. Yeah. Um, however, um, I am just this, this year, this is my 10th year cancer-free. And um, October is obviously a notable month for awareness and, and maybe taking a, a step back because it is so much in the forefront. You kind of sit back and go, you know, look at everything and, and what you've been through. So I literally, um, it was just just a few months shy of my 50th birthday when I was diagnosed and I, my oldest son was a senior in high school. My youngest son would become a freshman the next year in high school. And so it was a, it was a, I mean, there's never a good time to get it, but um, it, it was a, a curious time in, in my life to, to get it also. Got it. Okay. And um, I guess how, how long did it like, I guess what I'm asking is, <laughs> I can't, I, I just can't even imagine. So like all, all around it, what, what helped you like push through to like be able to get through it? You know, I, um, first of all, my family, my husband and my two boys were my strength and my pillars through the entire thing. Um, just a, I had great doctors. I, I've always, I have an outlook that, you know, life gives you what it gives you. It's how you choose to deal with it. Mm -hmm. And so that's how I approached it all. I was very blessed. I, I was um, diagnosed quite early and my treatments because of the type of cancer that I was diagnosed with were relatively simple in the grand scheme of things. I had a lumpectomy and seven and a half weeks of radiation, which were then because of this type of cancer I had, it was um, estrogen receptive or positive. So I, was, I took tamoxifen, which is, um, one of the better options of cancer types of cancer. Um, and actually this kind of ties in a little, um, I, I'm a participant in an author collective book that's re uh, launching in two weeks, um, stories of transformation and sort of things that, you know, times in our lives that got, we went through in the darkness and both how we dealt with it and what those were. And it was a really incredible opportunity. And when I was 
asked to be a part of it. I jumped at the opportunity. However, then when I sat down and had to figure out what I wanted to write about, and I decided to write about exactly when I got diagnosed, it was really hard, but which actually is probably why I can easily talk more easily talk about it now. Um, but that book is called From Chaos to Clarity, and it's published by Sacred Stories Publishing, and it's coming out mid-November. And I was really honored to be a part of it. Um, my mother died of breast cancer, oh. actually a week before her 50th birthday. So I, I really spent most of my life kind of fearing it and being quite aware of it and got mammograms from the age of 26 on. And I would urge any of your listeners, if even if it's not part of your universe, which in this day and age, I find that a little bit hard to believe because we have such great resources and awareness and openness about talking about it that you get your checkups and it is not too young to ever start and the earlier you catch it the you know the more seamless the process um that you go through and i know that that is why i'm here today the way i am here today because i stayed on it and i was blessed to have been diagnosed so early and go through the treatments and and here i am to to write and live and talk another day (laughs) Well, no, yeah. Th- thanks for sharing that. Um, so, so my next next question for you is this: is with your you know wanting to to build a community for women and emerging indie authors, what are you doing like now to do that? And then what what's in the uh, future for that? Yeah, so it's actually really exciting and kind of as life does one step at a time. Um, when you find yourself involved in one thing, then it leads to another and another, and it's what you decide to do with that. <clears throat> excuse me, information that is, is, is presented to you. And so I started, I got, have gotten really involved in the author community and more specifically the indie author community on Instagram. And it is a tremendous community, supportive, resourceful, kind, and just, I mean, I can't say enough about all the number one, the authors, the platforms, the companies that I've connected with through Instagram, the author community. And that sort of had evolved, then evolved into, um, I like to, you know, I was getting great support along my road and I want to give back and support. And I found myself doing that in various ways. So uh, this is going to be the fourth month. I started um, a monthly opportunity. It's called Author Spotlight. And I give an author an opportunity to write a piece on my blog, on my website. And then I also promote them that month on my social media platforms and the website. And I'm really excited about the November author. She's amazing, and as they all are, but it's just, it's really fun. And that's turned into a whole other thing. So there's that. And then I've gotten involved in a couple of other platforms that are just beginning to build. And one is more author oriented and the other is absolutely a midlife women beyond community building effort. And um, the page and the platform is up currently, it's called Pro Age Woman. And it's, um, we're, we're asking people to join us now. And it's, it's really in, you know, kind of in its infancy. And it's, it's a, an attempt to create a community where we can come together both casually and socially and we're gonna create environment, you know, elsewhere besides just online, but also with, um, education and resources of experts and different things. And so there's those opportunities and that's the kind of thing I'm, and then 
in my own community getting involved in that kind of thing. It just matters to me. I felt really alone when I became an empty nester. And yeah. I think even in the, sh in the few years since that's happened, it's gotten so much better with um, books and just, you know, media, the openness of talking about it. It's no longer something that's cliche. Um, we're addressing it as a, as a factor of exponential growth. And, we, you know, we've got a lot of women out there that are reaching this point and we want to be relevant. Our job raising our children is over. And now what? What is our voice going to sound like? Who do we want to be? And, and um, I'm really happy and excited to be a part of this going forward. Awesome. And so to talk about your Instagram, um, like you're, you have a lot of followers and you get great engagement. What are some like tips you might have for authors to help them like grow their Instagram presence? I think be authentic um, and, and, and do communicate. You know, I, I try and respond when I get comments. Um, I don't get that many, like I don't get thousands that I couldn't respond to. I mean, you know, to be realistic, but I'm really interested in when people write or people even just a comment, I, I do respond and I do, um, I do encourage, I think that my thing, it's a really, really tricky line for me personally to try and promote myself without getting annoying. Does that make sense? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think a lot of people have uh, that problem. Actually. I know, because I mean, I want to like, and, and you know, the hardest thing, I've, and, and we were talking about this earlier, you know, getting reviews and, and everything I read and everything I come across and tough people I talk to, like, you have to ask for reviews. You have to, you know, get reviews. And it's like, it is so hard for me to do that. I just, yeah. it's so out of my comfort zone. Like, I'm so glad you like my book. Now go write a review, you know, <laughs> but it, it's just really hard. So it, I find that if I just be me and the posts that I make are primarily professional, but I do, you know, there's family stuff in there. There's, there's my, my personal interests in there. And I think, you know, you give people an opportunity to see who you are, then there's more interest in, in continuing and depending on what your mission is, what you want to accomplish, accomplishing that and reaching your goals. Yeah, I, I agree with that. What, what I've done, and I, I actually, I don't find it too, this is going to sound like conceited, maybe I don't find it hard to promote myself. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, but, <laughs> well, good for but, you. <laughs> but, but, no, but I think a lot of writers do, right? So I, um, but I'm more on the marketing side. But I guess for me, what, what has helped me though, is I don't necessarily have like a 90 day or like 180 day like content plan, which a lot of people would you know recommend that you, you do. For, for me, what makes it easy is it's, it's just like, it's a mixture of everything. Like a lot of my posts are just like personal, like just about like you know, me or what, where I'm yeah. trying. And then, you know, every once in a while, maybe like one out of every 10 posts is like, you know, more like, uh, like check out Authors United, you know what I mean? Something like that. Right. So, um, but it's just natural. It's just like whatever I'm feeling in the moment, like if we had a big success at Authors Unite, then I'll post about it. If, if we um, sometimes, and, and if I'm traveling like I was to Santa Monica, I'll just post about it. So I just think sometimes if you're just like you're saying, just be authentic and you don't overthink it and you don't think like, oh, I have to have the next quarter planned out for all my content. You just let it be what it is. Um, that's what's kind of just allowed me to post freely without overthinking, you know? Yes. I, um, I think that's true. And I, like, I definitely don't plan out. I don't have, and I have friends that do, I don't have a calendar with, with things scheduled out and, and content topic other than certain things that 
like my author spotlight. Obviously, yeah. I have my deadlines for those. Um, but in terms of general day to day, it really is um, sort of like I live my life. <laughs> you, know, <Yeah. laughs> you know, what I'm feeling, I'm, I'm definitely an empath and, and, and where my feelings are, where my energy is, is on that day or that week. Um, or, or like you said, like if you're doing something that you want to share, then, then I do that. And I don't, you know, I, I mean, I think I probably think that that is what I was referring to as authentic. I mean, whatever it is, if you're, if you're the person that makes those lists and plans it out and you feel more comfortable doing that, then do that because whatever you do, it will reflect. And, and people know that people feel when it's just um, sales. I've, I've come across so many feeds that I used to really love because I found the content inspirational. And then as they got bigger, it became more sales oriented and I get it they monetize it. And, and, and I think that's wonderful depending on their goals, but I lost, I lose interest in that. That's I, I want, yeah. that's not what I, so I think again, whatever you are doing, but they're going to find their, their, their followers who are intrigued with that. And, and I think that that's what, that's what matters. Yeah. And I think one thing too, to remember too, is that like at the end of the day, almost everything that you post could lead, even if it's not a direct, like go to my website, it still could lead to something, right? Because it's, it's all about your story. And sometimes people will connect with a post. Let's just say you happen to like a sports team or something. So you post about the sports team and they're like, dude, I love the Jets. Like I, I like the Jets too. And then you connect over that. And then a month later, you find out that they're also interested in your service. So it just, yes. sometimes things happen organically. It shouldn't always be go here now <laughs> you know like it's, oh, and that has happened to me so much and more so recently yeah. that, that you brought that up i'm thinking about it that that totally off topic you know messaging that i'll get from people to to write for them or do something that that really is not directly related to what i'm doing but because of something else i've posted so yeah absolutely so let's talk about uh running with our eyes closed now tell us about the tell us about the book a little bit give us a little rundown Okay, well, it's uh, the first in a series, and Samantha is uh, 47. She's just recently an empty nester. She's married for 25 years. They, she and her husband are very well off. They've had a good life, and now she's pretty lost, and she doesn't know what's next, And she, although she thinks she does. And the first book takes place over seven days in Italy. They live in Dallas, and they also um, have business and life in Italy. So she meets Michael with her agenda, and then he has one of his own that she had had no idea about, so catches her off guard. And we follow them through the course of sort of figuring out, can they get back to who they were in the beginning? Do they want to, and will they? And what it really reflects on is, is just how messy life is and how unblack and white love is. You know, it, it, it's not clear, it's not easy. And if you work at it and you want to work at it and you give your attention to something, it can, it can survive. Um, not always easy, but then nothing's always easy. Um, so it, it's really about, it's a, about a couple. It's about a lifelong, you know, connection that has a break in it. And then it's also about a woman who has not worked outside the home. And now that the children are gone, she's discovering that she has lost her voice during that time. And so it's her journey and effort to reclaim it. And then, which will also give her her future. 
Got it. And then there's there's going to be two more in the series. Well, well, it's it's it's, a, it's an open ended series. Okay. It's 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 not a trilogy. Got it, it. Um, it's and that actually kind of it really evolved as as people really have fallen in love with Samantha. She's she's just incredibly flawed and human, and I think that that's what you know people are connecting with. She's there's a little bit of her in all of us, and and I was really clear on the fact that it's her story and it doesn't end because until it ends. Um, and I think that going forward, we're going to, we're going to see her in an entirely different situation. And it's, I'm really excited to catch up with her. We do the next book catches up with her two and a half years later. And, you know, she's gone through a lot, but she's, she's, she's got a pretty good grip on things and it's kind of fun to see her evolve. Nice. That's awesome. So tell me about the writing process. Like, uh, have any tips for like helping people to, to write? Cause you're able to finish this and you're you're already working on this on the second one. So, yeah, well, you know, I, 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 I do this, like I did, like, I don't have the calendar that, that plans out everything. I'm not, I didn't plan. I'm not a planner. Yeah. So I don't approach it that way. I really, um, I have the arc of the story <clears throat> and I know, you know, basically what it's going to do. And that changes a little bit throughout, but I, I write a, I do, I love the, you know, just, just keep writing. If you, you go back and edit. Cause I, when I first started, I must've spent six months on the first page on the first chapter rather, yeah. because I just kept going, Oh no, let me, and I'd edit, edit, edit. And then I finally thought this is just ridiculous. Just do it. And so then I just put that one away and kept going. And then, then it just like poured out of me. So I think sometimes we hold ourselves up trying to be perfect. And first of all, there is no perfect. And so if you just, if you just, you know, set time aside. You really do have to make that commitment. Otherwise, you'll just keep putting it off. Um, and this goes out to more people who haven't done it or who, who are thinking about doing it. Even if it's just an hour a day, 20 minutes a day, whatever you, whatever it is for you, do it and stick to it. And you will be amazed at how much and how easily you can get, you can get it done. Got it. Okay. And then when you're not do you think like what you do when you're not writing also like helps you when you are writing? Do you, do you know what I mean? Like, is there, do you kind of like have, do you take like random breaks or anything like that? And you're just like, okay, I'm going to go on vacation for a week and like refresh. And then after you come back, you find that you're like writing is like awesome or is it just very, you know what I mean? Like, do you have, any yeah. I do. I, I do think, well, plus I think all of our living contributes to whatever we're, we're writing yeah. and, and, and things will happen. And, and even if it's just a different perception, I'll, I'll look at things. And I do tend to now, I kind of look at everything I do is like, what would Samantha think of that? Cause she really, she, she's become her own, like my, my friend, my imaginary friend. <laughs> Probably shouldn't say that out loud. No, that's cool. Talk to that's people. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's really cool. Lovely. So you, you kind of get lost in the story too, right? Yeah, yeah. I um, well, I have a joke about that because I I was one I was a Sex in the City addict and and I'm Jewish, so everyone that is will understand this. But I sat shiva when that went off the air because I miss those girls so much. I love you know just the characters and 
I love, you do get lost in, in things. And when I was writing, I was really sad when, when my book started to come to an end because it was like, oh, now, now what? But I knew I was writing more, so that, was, that gave me hope. But I, I do tend to observe around me things that are going on. And, I, and, and if situations fit I, to the characters, I think that would be an interesting add. So, mm. um, so. I, yeah, no, I want I wanted to ask you another yeah. question because a lot of, um, you know, a lot of authors, they want to get publicity. And, you know, obviously before you had um, children, like you said, you were a producer in radio and uh, television. So what kind of like steps are you taking? You know, obviously you're on this podcast right now for the second time. Um, and this was more a little bit natural. I think I reached out to you on Instagram is how we connected. Yeah. But um, for you, like when you're trying to get on other types of shows and, and it doesn't happen where the uh, podcaster actually reaches out to you, what are you doing to like get publicity? I, right now I am doing my own marketing and I, I, I reach out, I, I email, I call, I, I don't do press releases. I have information that I send and I send a link. Um, I actually, my audio book came out last month when we were out in LA That's and awesome. Oh my gosh, the actress that did the narrative is amazing. And I have promo codes and I'm sending those to, um, you know, potential bloggers and hosts as well. So I'm to try and generate my own interest. And that goes to what you asked earlier. A lot of areas, it's not just um, book related, you know, it's I'm, I'm reaching out to other areas, things that happen in the book that would fit and tie it together. So there may be an interest um, you know, it takes place in Florence and they stay at the Four Seasons. So they're, you know, reach out to the Four Seasons, th that kind of thing. Um, just different opportunities. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So you're finding like different angles. Yeah. Right? So yeah, it's yeah. not just like, you know, I mean, obviously for the Authors Unite show, I mean, you're an author, so, you know, there's pretty easy fit. But ultimately, like for other things, like a hotel or something, like there's always an angle. So as far as television, is there anything like different to like get on, on like a television that like just from your experience as being a producer, like what, what's appealing to, to, to a television producer to like have somebody on the show? Well, I, I, well, I did sports and TV, so that was a little different. However, I, I did TV here. Um, I did a, a segment. It's the, a local version of Good Morning America. And it was because I was doing a book signing and it was in conjunction with a fundraiser and I was donating a portion of the book sales back to Girl Scouts. And so we went on together and um, promoted that way. Um, I think that, again, what your story is about um, is a great way to angle and approach getting media. Um, if you're writing about, if your character has been, you know, say she, she was abused as a child, then that's, that opens up an area of potential both audience and hosts that would be very interested, even though it's fiction in discussing it and how the character, you know, just, there's a lot of doors. You just have to be really creative in thinking of ways to marry your message with different opportunities to be heard. Yes. And, and I think too, like it's, it's also just about like not being afraid to just ask, you know, like, I think a lot of people are like very afraid of that to just like ask um, if, if they're willing to have you on their show. And, and ultimately, if you don't ask, you'll definitely never you get, get it. 
And I yeah, yeah, asking like a lot too, like just from my experience, like, and again, I, I've never been that person that was afraid of that. Like when I was younger, I would always, I would ask like conference coordinators if I could like go to their events for free when I was in college. Um, and I, I would get yeses like often, like, because they wanted to like help like an aspiring entrepreneur out. Right. So I would come for free, like help set up and stuff. And then, uh, I, I wouldn't have to pay like the, you know, $3,000 price tag or whatever the event was. I, and I would get to like meet all the people. And that's how like, I really catapulted into the entrepreneur world. So I, at the end of the day, what I'm getting at here is I think that with media and I'll think there's definitely strategy, there's no, without a doubt. But ultimately, it's also, I think, like a numbers game. Like if you just, if you were to reach out to 50 podcasters a day, which is, you know, it's a lot, um, chances are you'll probably get on a few shows a day, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, I think too, like, like you say, it's like if you don't ask, you don't know. And most, I, I, I find most people say yes. I mean, I always say yes. People ask me to do something or, or like ask me to share things. I'll never say no. Because yeah. unless, I mean, if it was something I didn't believe in, but those people aren't asking me. So yeah. I think that, that I think people are really, we're our own worst enemies in not asking. And I probably should take this advice in my fear of asking for people to give me reviews because that is just, that is the only area where I really, I just, I'm, I'm afraid to do that. Uh, anything else on the planet, I'll ask. And I, I kind of joke about it. I like, I'm too old to even worry about that stuff anymore. Like yeah. I'm going to ask. And if you say no, it doesn't hurt my feelings. Um, and if you say yes, then, then there's a new adventure to begin. Absolutely. So any other like advice for like somebody, let's say for any of the aspiring authors that are listening that want to dive into uh, fiction, any uh, words of wisdom so that they can get started and kind of get off the fence of uh, debating whether or not they can actually accomplish it or not? Well, I would, I would say, let me think how to answer this. It's a little bit twofold. What you, what you want to accomplish by writing it, know that. And, and if part of that is, if your dream is to be traditionally published, then, then you have a different path to follow than if that's not part of your dream. And neither is better than the other. It's just whatever your, your focus is. Um, I, I, it's an incredibly interesting and quickly changing landscape. And I, I would encourage people to know the options in being published and what, now you've written it, now what? Um, do just read the more you i just i read constantly um both to learn and then just for enjoyment and i think that that really helps writing um and then you know to believe it if you if you somewhere in you there's a story that you really think should be told or that you want to be told or that you want to be the one to tell it do it if it's come into your psyche and it's it's in your space and it's in your head and it's taking up time there's a really wonderful reason I would suspect for doing it and not to give up and believe in it and do it. Just don't give up. Got it. So let me um, ask you this. What's the, what's the timeline for the, or I, I know you, you don't plan exactly, but do you know when the next book's coming out around? Spring 2020. Spring 2020. Okay, cool. So we have that to look forward to. Yeah. And uh, Running With Our Eyes Closed is available on all the bookstores. It is. Yep. Amazon, Barnes & Noble, all the, all the outlets everywhere. Perfect. And then for your, um, if people want to connect with you personally, Instagram the best place? Uh, Instagram, it's Mel G. Berg, or my website is melmediallc.com. Got it. Perfect. Well, and thanks. Also on Facebook. Yeah. 
Same for, for round two. Thank you. This was awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate it.